You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So I'm going to need to get on my kit and just make sure I can get <laughs> your sample so I can start my file. That's not going to happen. I think I'm going to have to fingerprint all of my friends. So I don't think it, when you say you're, you're going to have to, I think that means that you're going to try to. And no. you probably won't be successful. Well, I you think, sure as fuck aren't doing that to me. I think if you don't want to be fingerprint, obvi- fingerprinted, obviously that already kind of puts you into the category of suspect. Oh, for sure, I'm you a will suspect. always be. Fine, then you're a suspect Fine, right I'm a now. Suspect. I'm going to figure out what to do about All this. All right, done. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Wherever and however you listen, we do so greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, uh, you know, whether you download the show from iTunes or from the website or you subscribe to the live stream, you guys are all awesome. Thank you for spreading the word. Your voice is downright booming today, Greg. I like it's, it. Uh, it's feeling a little robust. It sounds like you're you're overcompensating a little bit because perhaps maybe the birthday boy had a couple drinks yesterday. The birthday boy had a couple of drinks. <laughs> the Rookie Boy has not had any drinks in two weeks and decided last night was the night. And, uh, yeah, well, it uh, it definitely uh, it, it did some work, but I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling okay. Oh, that was me. I bumped my cord right okay. there. Okay. Um, but so thank you for tuning in. We've got a ton of stuff to get to today on this July oh my God, 3rd. you're so loud. <laughs> I, I think maybe your headphones might be. No, because I sound just there. glorious. I sound glorious. So, <laughs> so uh, we've got a ton of stuff to get to today. Thank you for tuning in, including. We have to talk about this. So yesterday was my uh, was my birthday boy celebration. I, why am I calling myself the birthday boy? I don't boy? know. I was just, just going to let you, you go with I it. I really don't like that I just did that. Maybe I am a little bit off today. <laughs> my birthday celebration. I'm not a birthday boy. I it's never all right. It was Greg's, what Greg again. wants to call it is his birthday boy celebration. I never <laughs> want to refer to that again. I don't know why I just did that. Uh, That's all right. It works. Yeah. Hi, yeah. I'm Greg. Do you want to come to my that birthday boy celebration? That is not what I meant to say. <laughs> that is not what I meant to say. So, uh, so did that yesterday and... I have to talk about, I received, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun, hung out with some very good friends. It was good to get out of the house after, you know, being uh, kind of ill. You've been cooped up a little bit. I've, I've been cooped up in the house. It's kind of making me a little bit stir crazy. You were kind of like a chicken in a coop. You yes. were just You were kind of there. Which I found I'm starting to get even more nosier. More nosier, huh? With the neighbors. Oh, God. With the neighbors. Because that's become your whole world. It is since my you world. Don't, since you don't leave your house, I mean, that's basically all you have for entertainment. Like, whereas other people, you know, can go out and do things, maybe, you know, venture away from their houses. You're stuck... In your house. Yes, I've And you have to pay attention to the things going on around there. I can understand now why old ladies get so nosy and they're always peeping behind their curtains and trying to trying to inform on everybody in the neighborhood. I'm turning into that guy. I'm turning into that dude. I will sit there and I'll watch people walking by outside of the house because I'm there all the time in the last couple of weeks. And so I'm like, well, what are they doing? Uh, they look a little suspicious. You're comparing right yourself to an, a little old lady who spies on her neighbors. No, I'm I'm comparing myself to no, a you concerned just did. citizen. You did. I, I didn't so much hear concerned citizen as I did. Now I know why little old ladies peep at their neighbors. Well, I can understand because they're concerned about what's going on. Because if you're there, you can be, you can stay vigilant, and you can actually, uh, you know, clock and and maybe keep a list of when people walk by the house, sure, and what times they're going by, and maybe if they come back by again later, what were they doing for that last half hour? Mm-hmm. Where have they been? You know, I'm I'm keeping a list. That's all I'm doing. I'm just you're keeping I'm a list. To, you're checking it twice. I'm I'm making sure that things are that things are you know in 
in order in the neighborhood. I got got to make sure I can stay on top of. You this feel stuff. like it's your responsibility to spy on everyone in the neighborhood to make sure that the neighborhood's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's kind of what it is. It's kind of the position I've been put into. You know, I I hate sitting still for too long, and since I have to be at home, that's this is what I'm putting my time into. Isn't that what they create? You know, like video games for like I you know the internet, nah. books, no I movies. Don't, no, I pr- I prefer to stay engaged with what's happening in my surroundings. See, I don't, I don't want to play video games because then video games, all that does is just kind of kind of loosens up your mental guard. And so that way you can't really pay attention to too much of what's going on. This, this way, I can keep track of what's happening in the neighborhood. Corndog really succinctly puts it that uh, Greg is Jim Leahy. <laughs> you totally are. You do want to take off your shirt an excessive amount of times. I do hate shit apples, too. You do hate Rand- shit apples. Randy's the one that takes a shirt off. I need a Randy to my Jim Leahy is what I need. If you've never seen Trailer Park Boys, that's what we're talking about. I do. I need a Randy. I think I think roommate ex roommate Ryan could be a Randy. Re- yeah, Ryan would be a good Randy. <laughs> he would be a good yeah. Randy. Yeah, and he I does, can just see him. He likes burgers. He likes burgers. He does. Uh huh. It's true. I can see Ryan walking around shirtless, being <laughs> yes. your being your comrade. Yeah, being like, oh, because Ryan's kind of a go with the flow kind of person, and you're insane. Yeah, and so I think that that would probably work match. together. Yeah, it's a good match. Yeah, I think that would actually I think that would actually work out pretty good. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll ask Ryan if he wants to be Randy for me. Although, minus the other weird things that happen between two and Yeah, and minus the sexy time? Yeah, minus sexy time. Okay. Because Ryan would probably go with that flow, too. So, <laughs> oh, you so, would not. Oh my <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I've been, I've been doing that. But with this, yesterday, I received a... I didn't, I didn't ask for any gifts, because that is the birthday rule. You never ask for gifts. You never try to solicit gifts. But I did receive sure. some that were, that were fantastic. Not required. However... I did get some pretty good stuff. You sure did. Yeah. Aaron got me a, uh, a pocket knife that's made from a bullet. <laughs> which is really cool. Which is badass. So yeah. It looks like I'm carrying Aaron and Jen, I believe. Yeah, Aaron and Jen. Yes, yeah. it was Aaron and Jen. So thank you very much, Aaron and Jen. And uh, our friend Carrie brought, uh, gave, gave Keelan this to bring to me, which was a home spy kit. I have a home spy Hence kit. Hence why Greg is talking about the fingerprint. From 1993. It was, it was manufactured in 1993. That was a good but, spy year. Good spy but year. But it doesn't mean that the, the spy equipment is any less valuable today. It includes a fingerprinting kit. I've got a thing where I can analyze stuff, and I've got like a magnifying glass. There's so many. I've got a decoder. I can, I can put stuff in code. I've got an invisible ink pen. I could do all kinds of super secret spy stuff and find out things and leave notes for myself. So what I can do is I can leave notes. That's like, you were sounding like you live the saddest existence right now. I like to sit at home and spy on my neighbors and then I can write myself notes in invisible ink and code. Well, when you're sick, you go a little bit crazy when you're staying at home. I, I get a little bit crazy. So, so with that though, now, since I need to start getting my catalog of fingerprints, um, you're going to be first. No. And the thing is... I don't even have to have you sit down. I'm gonna when you when you walk out of the room. I'm gonna fingerprint your computer. You're gonna dust for fingerprints. I'm gonna dust for fingerprints on your computer, and that way I'll have them. And then I'm gonna compare them around my house to see if you've been snooping in anything when you come over and, and stop by my house. Because I know you're a known snooper. And Greg, I only snoop when there's something I want to find. You have no questions in your house that I want to be answered, except for the little door, which I know I will never see until at least you're moving, because you just insist on going in there by yourself. Yeah. No, there's nothing in... I'm sorry, Greg. I, I hate to break this to you, but there's nothing in your house that I deem snoop-worthy. I don't know. No, See, well, I know. I'll get to the... Bo- that sounds exactly like someone who is snooping. That sounds like something they would say. No. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a look. I'm not saying I'm not a snooper. I'm saying that the guy who like locks himself in his house, writes himself notes in invisible ink, and spies on his neighbors through slats in the window... 
not the person that I really want to snoop around. I'm just saying, I think that if I if I find your fingerprints on any like my basement doors or something like that, or on my or on why any would kind I go cabinets, in your basement? Your basement's creepy. That's what I'd like to know. That's what I'm really? going to find out. So I'll, I'll I'll find out. So I'm going to need to get your fingerprints. Anybody who's been down here at the studio, I'm going to have to dust the board. So I can get all those fingerprints too. Yes, I'm sure you're just going to be 100 percent at this. You're well, just it's be just amazing. for a catalog. And thing is, if you don't want me to fingerprint you, obviously you will go into the suspect file. I'm creating two lists. I'm creating not a suspect yet and suspects. So if if you're in the not a suspect yet file, you're okay. Mm-hmm. You're doing fine. Mind your p's and q's, and you'll stay off of the other list. But if you get put on the tell suspect me what p's list, and q's stands for. Pints and uh, what is it? Pints and uh, quarts. Okay. Yeah. Wait, what? so I have to mind my beers? Yeah. I don't get it. That's that's where that's from. Okay. That's 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 what that is. So so uh so with that, you know, if you get into the suspect list, mm-hmm. it's gonna be really hard to get off of that list. Okay. Suspect list, I don't know what Consider you've done. Consider me on yet. the list. Consider me on the list. I don't know what you've done yet, mm-hmm. but then you get into a case file. Sure. Because I'm gonna create case files too. I've got an extensive way that I'm gonna be doing this. So once you're on the suspect list, then you get a case file, and then I'm gonna start profiling you. So I'll put sure. down your strengths. So your racial profiling is you're, what you're saying. I'm not racial profiling. Well, I'm I'm Caucasian. Maybe you're pro- racially profiling against your Caucasian. I'm race. racial. I'm profiling you because you're a snooper. You're a known snooper. <laughs> Edward says in the chat, it doesn't sound like Greg would make a very good friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. If you're on the not a suspect yet list, I'll, I'll just shorten it to the not yet list. If you're on the not yet list, you're perfectly fine. So it's either suspects or not yet suspects. Yeah. Yeah. There's no innocence. Well, no, no one's innocent. I okay. mean, you know, you're guilty until I prove that you're innocent. It's kind of that's the way you have to do things around here. This isn't uh this isn't going through the normal legal channels. This is a this is a side. This is vigilante justice. So, vigilante justice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, it's you know, it's just getting to the bottom of things. And so, if you're on the, if you're on the not yet file, don't worry about it. Don't don't do anything illegal and you have nothing to worry about and you'll be perfectly fine. If you're on the suspect list, though. But if you're saying yet, then you're saying that at some period in time they are going to become a suspect. Maybe, maybe not. Depends on if they do something wrong. No, it can't be a maybe or maybe not if you're saying not a suspect yet as the definitive name of the list. Well, no, it it means not yet. Yet incurs that something will happen in the not-so-distant future. Maybe. Maybe it won't. So you need a third list. No, no, there's no third list. No, either you're a suspect or you're not one yet. That's that's pretty much those are the only two lists. Anybody can cross over into the suspect list. Suspects can't cross over into the not yet list. That's how it works. So okay. so your profile, I'll start getting. So what the if file you're a going. suspect and then you like get you know caught doing like whatever you're doing like snooping or whatever? Uh-huh. Then after you're caught and you're whatever Greg Nibbler justice is. Well, it's then, getting to uh, the bottom of it, getting to the bottom of the situation. Okay, and finding out. So what then you, you can did. go back to the not suspect. Uh, it depends. It's it's kind of hard to get back into that. You'll always kind of be a suspect once you're on that list. I okay. mean, you're because always... you know that they're they're not a, a a not good doer. Well, you violated the trust. Okay, and that's another thing that you've done if you if you're onto that suspect list. So, all right, we'll put you on that list. First one. All right, number one done on suspect list. Number one, Sarah X. Dillon. All right, so one. now the now the question is going to be, what am I going to do to you? Well, I'm going to be a suspect for because now it, you've given me a challenge. Well, I figure you've already I accept your challenge. I figure you've already done something. Oh, and maybe I just don't I have. know about it. So that's what I'm going to find out. That's why I'm going to dust for fingerprints, and I'm going to start. Uh, I may put a put a tail on you to find out where you're going, what your activities are, and we may have to. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out what you're up to, though. 
I'm gonna. You've done something to me, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna prove it. Sure. Whatever it is. Okay. Because it's easier to live life that way if you just assume everybody's done something to you, and then it's your job to prove them to to find out what it is. That makes things nice and simple. It's a nice simple. I world. didn't do anything. No, that's something a how's suspect your, would say. How's your stomach, Greg? <laughs> Not feeling very well today. Hmm. I didn't do. I didn't have anything. Well, that could have something to do with the fact that I had some drinks yesterday. So that I could be it. I and a lot of them you had. Out of the best gift ever, a.k.a. my binocular flask. We did. We I made did. Greg bring that to the party <laughs> that we had for his birthday, and the binocular flask was a huge hit. Yes, it was. It was a huge hit. It was It was awesome. It's a very, very cool gift. Thank you very much. Oh, no, you're welcome. I'm glad to see that it was, um, like, when people would walk in, they're just like, why is Greg drinking out of binoculars? <laughs> it just looked like he was, they're like, is he, has he really gone that fucking crazy in the past two weeks? <laughs> a lot I of know people haven't seen sick, me for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of sitting in a corner by myself drinking out of binoculars. That is kind of true. You did look a little crazy. Yeah. Well, I feel bit. a little crazy. Yeah. That's that's because, well, I've had I've had some uh, some internal issues. Issues for the last couple of weeks. Some plumbing there issues. There's some, well, that partially that, partially all kinds of stuff. There partially, some, you're deciding that the, your idea of a good time is being hunkered down in your house staring at your neighbors. No, I don't think that's a good time. That's adapting to the situation. Um, Are you sure that whatever's inside, like your parasite isn't going into your brain? Because you're starting to make weird decisions. Well, I don't know if I have a parasite yet. I'm waiting for the test results to come back mm-hmm. on what it is. That is possibly one of the suspects. Um, but I did, uh, as I said the other day, I did name the issue that I'm having on going on because I figure if something has been residing in me for two weeks, mm-hmm. it deserves a name and its name is Dominic. As I oh, know, so you have, people have been asking what Dominic's voice sounds like. I think that that, that it would probably be proper to let people know what you think because Greg has, has given me, he's, he's tested out his uh, Dominic voice mm-hmm. of me and I think it's Sarah approved. I, th- I think I know. I, I think I know what Dominic does sound like because I, I am worried about uh, possible parasites taking over my brain. But um, yeah, Dominic. Uh, well, Dominic. In order to properly do Dominic's voice, I, I do need a little bit of reverb because he's speaking from inside of my stomach. And okay. So I know what it's Dominic a little echoey because like. you haven't been eating a lot. Hello, Greg. How are you doing? This is Dominic. I miss you so much. I'm here inside of you. I enjoyed the birthday cake you had yesterday, Greg. That's okay. Dominic. That's okay. What Dominic no, what I'm what like. I'm thinking that Dominic sounds like is uh, he he does sound like uh, the Rock Man from Neverending Story. No, no, the Rock Man's different. He sounds. All right, do your Rock Man impression. Do the I They have look some. like big, strong hands, don't they? <laughs> Here, you want some water, buddy? I always cough every time I do that voice. No, it's so hard to do. Okay. No, Dom- Dominic may, may have a little bit of semblance of that. <laughs> Amy even called it out. She's like, does he have big, strong hands? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Gregory. I figure it to be like, because he's kind of, if he's a parasite, he's kind of a worm thing. So I pictured him to maybe have like a little bit of a higher voice. Nope, that's not how Dominic sounds. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I know so how sorry. Dominic I sounds. Did, I am. I apologize. Dominic lives inside of me. Okay. So I know what Dominic sounds like, and that is what he sounds like. Uh, Simon's asking, "Is that? Are you sure it's not the voice of the Cookie Monster? It's not the voice of the Cookie Monster. Why? Why am? I, why is this voice being confused? Because you're things? you're so good at voices. However, I feel like maybe in your sickness, you got a little lazy with your voices. That's not lazy with my voices. It's what he sounds like. There's nothing I can do about that. You know what I picture Dominic talking like is mm-hmm. one of those uh, mucus membranes and those disgusting commercials for hey, like it's that. it's Dominic. No, no, I think that's Like chomping on a cigar a little bit? Uh, <laughs> yeah, somebody has posted a picture in the chat of a of a possible uh, thing that looks like that. Um, or it's being suggested like a Cartman Screamy, like a, more of a nasally. Hey, it's Dominic. 
Yeah. No, I don't think that's Dominic, though. Hey. Dominic's mean, though. He's a mean, mean... High people with higher voices can be mean, too. Mm. Just listen to my voice. I don't know. Okay, I, I will I will think about it. But yes, as Shockwave is noting in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live, uh, Greg knows what Dominic sounds like because he hears his voice in his head all the time. It's true. Dominic does speak to me. He does. Is he saying anything to you right now? Um, He's saying he's getting ready to stab me in the side of the stomach. Greg, I have my little knives with me. I'm just going to poke the side of your stomach a few times. It won't last long, but the pain will be legendary. And then you went into some Hellraiser. Yeah, a little bit of Hellraiser in there. He's a little bit like Hellraiser. Oh, my God. Dominic's an asshole. Dominic is an asshole. Oh, he sounds like it. He's been torturing me for two weeks now. He has. Yeah, so it's... Sounds like Dominic's like kind of getting off on it. He's like, Dominic's hey. into it. Yeah, Dominic's into, into it. it. This is this is part of what's what the problem is that I have to live with. So anyway, that's what Dominic, my potential parasite, sounds like. Okay. Um, but with that, yesterday, as I said, it was a, it was a great time. It was yes. a great time yesterday. So besides the fact that I did sit in the corner and probably did look a little bit crazy and aloof because I haven't been around that many people you in did. quite a long time. Well, I no, but the then best you did a good job. Then after a couple of drinks, like Greg is now a two beer drunk. Yes. By the way. Oh, that's all it takes. Yeah, that, that was all, all it took. Takes. I'm like, I have never seen him with such low tolerance. Two beer I have and no like, tolerance. and then our friend Tristan had brought some Jameson that we poured into the binoculars and passing around the binocular flask. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I <laughs> I was drinking beyond my means yesterday. Mm-hmm. Beyond uh, beyond my body's ability to process all that, but well, I still had fun. What probably also didn't ha- help, you know, mix around Dominic in your stomach was when Greg digresses into a ten year old boy when he's around his best friend Nate, and they always decide after a few drinks that it's a great idea to start wrestling in yeah. public in front of everybody. Well, that's Nate's fault. It's not Nate's fault. I saw you doing it too. So I've known Nate since I was eleven years old, and um, when we have a few drinks together, Nate sometimes gets a little feisty. And he thinks that he can wrestle me. Now, I'm stronger than Nate. I always have been. Now, this I'm, is why this is secretly why Greg loves Nate is because Greg is actually bigger than Nate. Yeah, I'm bigger than Nate. He's taller than me, That's but one. I'm bigger than him. <laughs> That's one. He's he's taller than me. But I'm 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 a I'm a bigger man than him. I'm a so, man. So I can always win, but he out of nowhere blindsided me and tried to wrestle me yesterday. So I had to take him down. Now I think there were a lot of people that were very thrown off by that and thought we were actually fighting. Mm. Since it was in public and we were throwing each other around, <laughs> yeah, you were under the ground. Um, it was a little. Uh, I did not see that coming. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it it got a little, little bit, uh, a little bit feisty. I think he took it a little bit serious. He might have taken it a little bit. serious I think at that some you point. did too. I think I saw two guys taking it seriously. Well, <gasps> yes, it's working. Uh, the, the air scenes. conditioner, yes, oh, it's um, alive. So we did, we did get into that a was ridiculous. Match you guys are just <laughs> throwing each other against the walls. Like, and we're out on this patio. I'm like, dear God, man. Like, everyone thinks that you guys are actually fighting. Like, we're going to get kicked out of here. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, the bartender did come out and ask what was going on out there. Like, oh, nothing. We're fine. And then as soon as she left, we, we continued on with her yeah, wrestling. Yeah, you did. There was a lot of wrestling that went on yesterday. I don't know why everybody wanted to wrestle me. It did seem kind of odd. So a year older, not at all smarter. Well, I won. I won both of my wrestling matches because after Nate and I wrestled for a few times, then um, Charlene decided our she wanted Charlene. to wrestle me. <laughs> so our friend Charlene decided to challenge me to leg wrestling. Which I've never seen, and that just looked terrifying. That just looks hurtful, like hurdy. I've done it before, and actually, coincidentally enough, it was against a woman before. Um, leg wrestling is this. It's where you lay so down on the ground. So what you're saying is you ground. wrestle against people who are smaller than you and women. I, she challenged me. I didn't want to do it. 
But it was it, they were being egged on. Everybody kept saying I was afraid, and I could I had to prove I wasn't afraid. You had to prove you were a man. I had to prove I was a man. I think I heard you maybe say that. I think you just had to alert everybody to tell them. Well, a woman was challenging me, saying she was could beat me in leg wrestling, and so I had to I had to stand up for myself. I couldn't I would I would not be bullied on this day. Not be bullied on my birthday. So the way leg wrestling works is you lay down in opposite direction next to each other, side by side. And you each lift up one leg, usually, I guess it'd be your right leg. And then you wrap your right legs around each other. Okay. And then when you go, you try to throw your leg down, thereby flipping the other person over. Mm, so That sounds like not fun. And I saw it happening that looked like not fun. Well, and um, shockingly, I'm stronger than Charlene, too. And so I did end up, uh, I did end up kind of, kind of. Throwing, throwing you did. Charlene. You threw her. I threw her. She well, was flying through the air. Well, I didn't want to wrestle her, and then I did that, and I'm like, okay, are we done? And she wouldn't stop. She kept wanting to try to prove that she could do it. Gotta respect it. She's a, she's a tough girl, but she's also thin. Like, she's very small. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know how she, yeah, what she was thinking. Well, I don't know either, and I didn't, I, like I said, I didn't initiate this. So I am not the bully in this situation, but uh, I did... Uh, I, I did. I did throw her. You did. I saw it. She sent me a, a picture of her scraped knee, and she just wrote, "Greg is a jerk." <laughs> it was her idea. <laughs> well, her, her idea, idea or not, you hurt her, Greg, and that well, was. Well, I didn't mean to rude. hurt her. That wasn't my. That wasn't my goal. But I, my goal was to win, so I did. I did want to do that. That was your goal. Well, and I had to prove, you know, that that I am a man. You had to win by any means possible. I am a man, Sarah. Okay. I'm a man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know where I'm hoping to meet some real men tomorrow? Where? At the St. Paul Rodeo. Ah, uh, yeah. yes. All right, so uh, there will be a cowboy sh- time. Just so everybody knows, too, there won't be a show tomorrow, July 4th, because uh, both Sarah and I and a bunch of our friends are going down to the St. Paul Rodeo. Now, St. Paul is a tiny, tiny, tiny town in Oregon. Tiny town. Tiny town that has a big rodeo every year around July 4th. And last year we went down there. That was the first time I'd, I'd really been to a full-on rodeo Me like too. that. Yeah. I, I've seen rodeo stuff before at like the state fair and the county fairs and stuff like that. But this is the, this is the real deal. Yeah. Where they have like touring rodeo people that come in. People that are, go all around the country. They're like rodeos. they're like legit fucking cowboys. Like you see people dressed up as cowboys, you know, wandering around. I'm like, oh look, it looks like a cowboy. This was the first time I actually went somewhere and I saw a real fucking like cowboy lifestyle cowboys. Hipster dude on Hawthorne wearing a cowboy hat is not. I'm a not comparing that to it, but I'm saying like I've seen people in cowboy paraphernalia, if you will. This is the first time I've actually seen somebody who like you know sleeps under the stars and you right. know, raises horses for a living, and that's what they fucking do. People in Portland who claim to be cowboys are just playing dress up. These mm-hmm. guys are are the real deal. Yeah, they're they're the actual cowboys. They're awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but with that, there also tends to be. A lot of ladies that end up going to these things. And when it's hot outside, their... Uh, the clothing gets lesser. Their clothing gets lesser. And that's why I am, I'm hoping that maybe I can uh, round myself up a, a bit of a cowgirl over the weekend. Oh, boy. So I may have to actually do the full dress-up thing. I've got some tight pants. And I, and I, I okay. have some boots I can okay, probably Okay, first time, you were, just, you were just making fun of, like, Hawthorne hipster cowboys. You but, just said... And then you start your sentence with, I have tight pants. But... But, see, I grew up in the country, so it's okay for me to do this. I can go back to those roots, and I can, I can, because I know about the country lifestyle. I've slept under the stars. I grew up on farms and stuff like that. I did. I grew up on a, half grew up on a hops farm. So I know what I'm talking about. You grew up in a house that had a barn, right? Yeah, but my grandparents owned a hops farm. 
that's that's where I was for a lot of okay, my childhood. Okay, well, that doesn't make... I, I understand that you've had farm living. That does not make you a cowboy. Just well, because you've grown up on a hops farm. Well, yes, but it means that I know what I'm talking about. And yes, as Amy in the chat is noting, uh, I, I did... I, Threw some rocks at horses when I was a kid, so I know what it's like being around horses. Oh my so god! So I can handle I can handle a lot of this. I had friends with horses, and I you also know about shooting frogs with BB guns. That doesn't make you have you know like capable of working in an aquarium. Well, I mean, it means I know how to I pest control. That's pest control. It's important thing. It's an important thing when you live out in the country. See, and these are all things that I can bring up tomorrow when I'm talking to the ladies to make sure they know I'm the legit deal. I'm the real deal. So what you're going to do to try and win these women over is you're going to dress like what you think a cowboy does. Do, what kind of shoe? Let me ask you this. Greg's <laughs> kryptonite is always his footwear. Greg has the worst taste in shoes. And as he said himself, he does not care about shoes. He's just like, shoes are, he said that, and I quote, Greg said, I look at shoes the way a serial killer looks at humans. I, ha- I feel nothing toward them. Yeah, that is. That's true. And I, you have said that. You I said am, that you feel nothing toward, for, which is very apparent in what you're wearing today, but we won't go into that. I am the Dexter for shoes. Like I, I just, I, I see nothing. They're just there. They're just things in front of me. I don't care what they look like. As long as I can walk on them, that's all that matters to me. Yeah, it is. I, I really do think it is probably how... How serial killers, yeah, view people. Yeah, they and that's how you human view emotions. Shoes. So let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Are you going to like try and dress like a cowboy? But then, are you going to wear your mandals along with it? I mean, because it is probably going to be quite balmy there. So I mean, what do you do? You don't have any legit cowboy shoes. Like, what you need is cowboy boots. I, to the all best right. of my knowledge, right, I don't fun. think you have any. Maybe I won't dress up like a cowboy. Maybe I'll just be myself and I'll be more natural as a country as a country boy. And I can, uh, I'll woo them that way. Because they'll see me and they'll be like, that guy's legit. What are you going to wear? Like overalls He's and like chew dude. on a piece of straw? I have overalls. I could wear my overalls down there. Well, Maybe then what I'll shoes wear my would overalls. you wear? Don't wear your mandals. If you want to get anywhere, do not wear what you are wearing right now. Why? They What's are awful. Those are the most ugly shoes I've ever seen. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh my gosh. They're so terrible. They, I, they're not, they're. These, I don't even have words to describe how these, hideous those shoes these are. These sandals are just fine. They're they're stylish in their color. They're tan, so they match everything. You know what they look like? They look like man Crocs. Are they Crocs? They're not Crocs. I don't. I don't even know what Crocs are. You do know what Crocs are. Everybody knows what Crocs are. Uh, are Crocs like the the see through shoes? Crocs are like the ones with the holes in them, but they've deviated out now to like different kinds of shoes, like the ones you're wearing. These aren't Crocs. These are like Columbia brand. I don't know what brand they're. I'm trying to look at them right now. I don't know, they got a little star thing on the side of them. They've got a star thing on the side. Yeah, they got a star thing on the okay. side. Okay. They're star brand. That's what I'll call them. Now, these things work just great, though. They're, they're just fine for down there. I think this would be fine because then they'll see me and they'll be like, ah, he's rugged. You see, he doesn't. <gasps> Nobody will think you're rugged in those, Greg. They'll think Nobody. I'm rugged. You know what they think? They'll think that you can't dress yourself because those shoes look like they're two sizes too big for you. Well, that's because and I'm you're just flopping around in your clown shoe mandals and they're just flip flopping, flip flopping everywhere. They don't flip flop. They, they don't, don't fit you. No, they feel and they're the hideous. Fun. See, you have to have a little. Let bit me give of- a little. Let me let me describe them. All right. Oh my god! So they are like they stick out. So for any shoe that properly fits you, you know, your toe probably goes up to at least you know within like a half inch of where the end of it is. Greg's toes, and I am not exaggerating, are about two inches away from the front of they're his not shoes. Two inches. All right, an inch and a half. At least an inch and a half, oh, if not two inches. Yeah, and see how he stops fighting it. Uh, they have like some weird, like patterned. Rubber sole, they are light tan with, like, black piping, and they have Velcro on them. Well, they've got Velcro because that way you can take them on and off very easily, and you can adjust them. You can adjust them for however tight you want them. Velcro is a very important part. I think the worst thing is that they just don't 
fit you. They don't fit you. They're well, way too big. It looks like you stole your dad's shoes. You know, I, I have bigger feet than my dad. Well, I don't know that looking at your feet. It looks like that you have that you stole somebody bigger than you's shoes. Well, I have wide feet. Sometimes I have to have You have mountain shoes. feet. That my feet are wide. I have to get the extra wide shoes mm-hmm. a lot of times because they they're they're very uh, stout. I have stout shoes and they're kind of bigger than my frame well, is. Well, Greg, let me ask you this since you do have the convenient velcro on said mandals, you could loosen the mandals and have them fit your wider mountain man foot and get shoes that actually fit the length of your foot. Because well, I shit you not, I, how many times have you tripped over the front of those shoes? I don't trip over these things. I, I, these things, these, I mean, sometimes I trip, but it's not because of these shoes. Now, I have worn them in the water. They aren't necessarily for the water. And they may have, they may have stretched a little bit. They may have been warped a little bit. But that shows, once again, how rugged I am. That I that I, I take them in all situations, and that I'm I'm a man who's comfortable with whatever is laid before me. That's what I think the ladies are going to see when they see these. I think you're not a cowgirl. You're not you're not my market. You're not my target. That's nobody's market. That's nobody's market. Well, I think I, who do you think that you will woo with something like that? Some of the some of the ladies out there looking let me for just a real tell, man. Me, can I just give everybody? Let me, so we start with the shoes. Let me just tell you Greg's entire outfit. Well, this so then he's the wearing he's wearing some I'm, cargo shorts, and then he's wearing a bright yellow shirt with an American flag on it. That I'm says patriotic. Waffle House, America's place to eat, America's place to work. <laughs> it's my Waffle House shirt. I'm not going to wear the Waffle House shirt tomorrow, but... All right, what are you going to wear? If okay. you're, you, you clearly can't pull off the... You, you cannot pull off the cowboy thing. All right, fine. Then maybe, what I, maybe I will do just for part of the time when I'm out hitting on chicks. I could bring my overalls, and I do have my steel-toe boots. I could wear my steel-toe boots and my overalls. And I'll get it. Oh my god! And I'll have uh, I'll have a snot rag with me, you know, because you got to wipe your brow and you got to wipe wipe your nose when you're out in the. In Are the you going to tie it around your neck? No, you don't tie it around your neck. Nobody ever ties it around their neck. Yes, ever. they do. No. Yes, they do. I remember seeing old westerns with. Like, I had to watch a lot of old westerns with my dad. You don't. And a lot of them had uh, the cowboys. John Wayne had had bandanas around his neck. You don't tie it around your neck. No. Oh, my God. No. Uh, Greg just refuses to listen to truth. That's okay. just not going to work. That's just not working. Okay. So so I could do that, and then I'll, then I'll get uh, I'll get a, one, of my, one of my hats on. I'll get what my hat? Kentucky bourbon hat. Says that, you hey, should wear your landmark one. No, I'm going to wear my Kentucky bourbon hat because that says, hey, I work, and I get the job done, but I also like to have a good time, too. I work at partying I'm sure also. anybody that lays eyes on you tomorrow will know that the drunken guy walking around in overalls likes to drink whiskey. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be a tell with the hat. No, it'll be like, hey, look at that guy. He looks like he came straight out of the field. He spent a hard day working, and now he's ready to spend a hard time partying. That's a guy I want to get to know. I want to hang out with that guy because he's rugged, and he knows what he's doing with his life. That's how I'm going to look. That's how I'll, I'll appear to those ladies. And I'll be like, hey, ma'am, you want to saddle up here and uh, have a little, little drink of the uh, old granddad juice here with me? Wait, so you're going to be carrying around? Are you going to are you going to bring your binoculars? I could bring my binoculars. You should. I would be a hit at the party right that. You would. So maybe maybe I will. Maybe I'll have my binoculars. See how nice plus. is that of me? I give you a talking point to talk to the ladies mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to take a look through my specs? Been peeping you all night. And then I'll hand them my binocular flask. What, and then you'll dump whiskey on their heads? Yeah, well, I'll be like, here, t- t- take a drink. Take a drink out of the binocular flask. And then the ladies will be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. You're awesome. Uh, where are you staying at? I love your overalls so much. Um, and then, you know, and then we can have a whole conversation about my overalls. Yeah, there's some question as to why you called it granddad juice. Well, you know, well, grandpa's, grandpa's cough medicine. 
Yeah, I think this is really going to work out well for me. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this is. I like that you think happening. that it's going to. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure this is going to be be just fine. And the kind of ladies that'll be there, they're the kind of ladies that'll respect a man like me. I'll fit. I'll fit in. Just you're throwing well. the word respect out there. Yeah, the dudes will be like, "Hey, man." What's up? And I'll be accepted into their circle, and then the ladies will accept it because the dudes will be like, "You're cool, you're all right. Let's let's hang out." And the cowboys, because they'll see my Kentucky bourbon hat, and be like, "Hey, man, that's a man after my own heart." I'm gonna fit in really well. I'm okay. gonna fit in really, really good. Oh, I'm sure. Done this thing. Well, I'm really looking forward to you trying to communicate with uh, actual cowboys in your overalls and your Kentucky bourbon hat. Oh God. Yeah. Ew. I know. Pretty amazing, huh? Well, it's nice seeing you today because I am not stepping within like 20 feet of you tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to be pretty badass. I'm going to be so awesome. You should wear one of your sleeveless shirts, too. You should cut That's off the sleeves. Idea. You should wear like that snake one, but then wear your overalls over the snake shirt. Mm, yeah, okay. So I'll wear my bib overalls. Mm-hmm, I won't there you wear go. The, full, the full coveralls. Yeah, yeah. I'll wear the, wear the overalls. Um, uh, Shockwave also says, Greg, the fact that you're putting too much thought into this <laughs> means that you're definitely not a cowboy. <laughs> Into what you're well, wearing. see, I'm going for more of the country boy, the country boy look. Because it's true, I don't know how to ride the horses, and I'm not competing in the rodeo. But that's why I'm going to be the alternative. Everybody's going to be the same, but I'll be like, I'll be the farmer man that's there, the, the country boy who knows his roots, knows where he came okay, from. Well, you know what? Doing. I'm going to meet some uh, fine countrymen because I'm not going to be pretending that I'm something I'm not. Well, I I'm did, I've be like, done all these hey, things. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be like, hey, I'm from Portland. Tell me about what you do. That's it. That's I not win. Work. That totally works. Are you kidding me? That's not going to work. Well, that's because you're a girl. That's different. No, it's because I'm not creepy and I'm not walking around asking weird girls to drink out of my binoculars <laughs> and say, I've been peeping you all night. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, so you got to come up with funny catchphrases. Do you want some like uh, granddad juice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. That'll work just well. That'll be a good icebreaker. <laughs> Neville says, Remind the cowgirls, Greg, that you don't like to ride your bike because it'll mess up your hair. That should get you lots of respect. <laughs> Yeah, I probably won't bring up any acting jobs down there. I don't think they'll like that What part. Probably not. Yeah. I will, though. Don't worry. I'll bring them up for you. No. No. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Depends on depends on the kind of girl. Depends if on she's the kind, the kind of, girl. of girl that would be wooed by the fact that you wore yeah. a Christmas sweater. Yeah. Yeah. That could, mm. that, it's possible. Or you had an acting dog with you. I, d- I did have about an acting cars. dog. It's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. I think. But then again, people in those parts don't really care about that kind of shit. That's what I'm thinking. Look, they live the simple lifestyle for a reason. <laughs> Ryan in the chat says, make sure you tell the girl that Dominic is inside <laughs> of you. <laughs> I probably won't bring that part up. Yeah, I probably probably shouldn't mention that part when I'm down there. Um, hmm. I think this is going to work out my just friend, fine for me. My friend Dominic. Oh, God, I could just see you getting Dominic. drunk and just talking to someone and being like, by the way, you're real pretty. My friend Dominic lives inside of me. He's cool, though. He's cool. Everything's good. <laughs> Did I tell you my grandpa was a farmer? He's a good farmer. He's grew hops. I like hops. You like hops? I like bear. Yeah, bear's good. Do you see my Kentucky bourbon hat? I like bourbon too. Cowboys like bourbon. Do you want to make out? Boom! And then I make out. Mm-hmm. Right there. Thank you. That's exactly how it'll no work. No problem. That's just how it's going to work. Okay. All right. Well, so you're going to woo yourself a cowboy. Sure. I think I have a better chance that you, than you do. Well, for you, cowgirl. No. Well, yeah, you probably do. Okay, I guess I can't, can't lie with that. Mm. Yeah, you're a girl. It's going to be easier. No, it's not that. It's because I'm not going to be creepy. It wouldn't even matter if you were creepy. No, it doesn't matter. You c- girls can be creepy. Well, yeah, girls can yeah, be creepy. Yeah, they can be creepy. And you know what I'm going to be? Those are the not ones I want to find. I want to find the creepy girls. 
Those are the girls. Wow, dream big. Dream real big, Greg. No, those are the ones that that'll be they're they're down to have a good time because people think they're creepy, but then I'll understand. We'll be on the same wave. No, you'll hang out with the creepy girls and you'll be like, Oh, they're creepy. But you won't be able to find anybody else who's not creepy because you're being creepy just by sheer dint of dressing the way you are being creepy. Howdy, y'all. Yeah, I'll say howdy a lot too. Howdy, ma'am. I'll tip my hat to him. Your Kentucky bourbon hat? Yeah, my Kentucky bourbon hat that says, okay. Hey, this guy likes to party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is really gonna this is really gonna work out very well for me. Uh, yes, it's being pointed out at the fair. Uh, creepy girls equal meth heads and carnies. Well, I don't want the meth heads. Maybe the carny. They they don't have to be. They can. You realize be. we're going with a big group of friends, and nobody's gonna want to be around you, right? You realize that you're gonna be spending your Fourth of July by yourself trying to pick up on carnies, right? But, okay, just wanted to tell you that. Have fun with that. Uh, and then once everybody sees how successful I am, then you'll all come flocking back to hang out with me. And I know the, how that's. I know how this game's gonna work. Yes, Greg, because we just yeah, you're the you're the you're glue like, wow, that look holds how much, our friendships together. Look how much fun Greg is having right now. Wow, we messed up, guys. We should have been hanging out with him the whole time. We, once I'm the hit of the party, once I'm the the bell of the ball, if you will, well, not the bell of the ball. Once I'm the uh, <laughs> yeah the. <laughs> that's not the word I want to use. That's not how I want that to be. Once, once I'm the, uh, once I'm, once I'm the man of the hour, then. Wow, that really then, took you a while to get there. Yeah, well, Dominic's helping out mm, with that part. Yeah, I think I think it'll be just fine. I think I'll. I'll all right. Well, we've heard all about your crazy, and uh, again, good luck to you tomorrow. Yeah, thank that's, you. That's going to go well for you. I'm very excited. Uh, you want to hear about some other people's crazy? Yes, I do. Is that it? People can't hear you nodding, Greg. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Is Dominic seeping into your brain? Probably. <laughs> it's pointing out that maybe Dominic will get a new friend. <laughs> oh boy. Hello, my friends. My name is Therex Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Is my thingy a little low? My sound? I, I don't know what thingy means. Oh, my sound? Is no. it lower than usual? Okay, never mind. Onward and upward. All right, first up, Greg, first story. I have two stories that pertain to you, Greg. And the first one is about a potential soulmate for you. Okay. Who's now off the market. Oh. Potentially. Potential soulmate potentially off the market. Okay. Other crazy blonde. Lindsay? She's redheaded now. Blonde. The crazy blonde. Who's been the craziest blonde of them all? Who's the craziest blonde of them all? I don't really like her. Amanda Bynes. Oh, Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes, of course, the crazy train that is her has been, you know, talking nonstop on Twitter about... Also, what, Greg? Amanda and I would have an awesome time at the St. Paul Rodeo. I bet you would. I would like to hang out with Amanda Bynes at the St. Paul Rodeo. Uh, Too late. She's kind of my girlfriend. She's not coming to the St. Paul Rodeo. Amanda Bynes has taken to Twitter saying that now she's getting married. What? Married. She's getting married. Amanda Bynes, whose fixation with the singer Drake, who has made her become infamous. Of course, she's always writing about him. Yeah. Um, uh, Who, by the way, is back to calling him ugly once again. Because she's been saying how she wanted to marry him and she wanted to be together with him anyway. So now she's off she, the Drake she wagon. She wanted him to murder her vagina, mm, that's according what she to said. her. That's yeah. what she said. So uh, she's back to now hating Drake, uh, saying uh, this morning, Drake is ugly. Just a minute after she wrote, Drake is not the one for me, but then I'm sure he'll make someone happy in a minute. Then after she finished writing about Drake, about 10 minutes later, she got on Twitter and said, I need to have surgery to look beautiful for the man I'm in love with so I feel comfortable with the, with the way I look when we're going to get married, which is going to be soon. She's having surgery? She said she's having surgery 
to look beautiful for the man she's in love with so she feels comfortable with the way she looks when she gets married, she's, which will happen soon. She's fucking up her face? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, Greg, she also removed her breast implants. Oh, man. Well, mm. that part, I could probably live with that. But yeah. why is she messing up her face? I don't know. Ah. <sighs> I don't know. So I just wanted to let you know that Amanda Bites might be off the market. Next. She needs to come down and hang out with me. She's a, she's the guy. I need to find the Amanda Bynes of St. <laughs> Paul. That's what I want to find. Oh, dear God. I want to find That's the Amanda That's a terrifying Bynes notion. St. Paul. That's what I'm looking for. You've given me a goal. I, wow. Wow. Yeah. You know that Lily will not let that shit stand. If you find the Amanda Bynes of St. Paul and you try to bring them back over to Lily's family's house... They'll be like, oh, fuck now, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sneak her in. Okay. All right, next up, Greg Nog. Yes. Story number two for you. Yes. I saw this, and how could I not think of you? And actually, a couple folks sent this to me, so very thank you very much. Um, here we go. A cleaner who was cleaning someone's house after the owner passed away found the hidden skeleton of a woman who had been missing for 28 years after uncovering a false wall in the basement of a home. Oh, what? false wall, false wall. Can a cleaner, a cleaner who was cleaning a house after the owner of the, the house had passed away, found the hidden skeleton of a woman who had been missing for twenty-eight years after uncovering a false wall that nobody discovered in the basement of a home. Wow, that seems like some real fucking shit that would happen at your house. So, a contractor was cleaning out the hem- empty home in Poughkeepsie, New York, when he found the remains. Behind a wall, which were wrapped in a sheet and a large plastic bag, and they were contained inside of a plastic container. The police say that the remains belonged to a woman by the name of Joanne Nichols, who was 55 years old uh, um, when she had passed, who shared the home with her late husband. Uh, so when they found the body, the body was skeletonized, and the hands were tied with a rope. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. So the cause of death was found to be blunt force trauma to the head. She was reported missing in 1985 by her late husband, James, who died of natural causes last year. So apparently now they've opened the investigation. However, it doesn't really matter anymore because the dude just died. But they are saying that he murdered her 28 years ago and has been living in that house with her skeletal remains in the basement for the past 28 years. Wow. I mean, he filed for her to be missing and nobody bothered to search his house. He filed a report. He built a wall. Isn't that funny how there are so many, like, random lumpy walls and misshapen places that you could put bodies, like perhaps in a house like your own? There's another wall that I've never gone back to. Mm-hmm. In the, in No Man's Land in my basement? Mm-hmm. No Man's Land is the part where all the pipes are, and I've got a wood panel that covers it up, but you can go back in there, and it's full of spiders and mm-hmm. and <gasps> where the bumblebees were. Katie's totally true. That's some Stir of Echoes shit right there. Oh, that movie fucked me up. That movie was terrifying. I don't know what that Stir is. Stir of Echoes mm-hmm. stars Kevin Bacon. It's disturbing. Okay. Yeah, you might like it. I know you like the horror movies. So anyway, 28 years later, she has now been found in the basement behind a false wall. Yeah. Oh, have you ever like thoroughly investigated your basement? No. Okay. No, there, like I said, there's another, there's, because there's the gimp room, which is the extra dugout room with the basically hidden door that gets into that. Mm-hmm. But inside the gimp room, the gimp room was built inside the basement and there's, there's a space in between the gimp room wall and the basement wall. Mm-hmm. And I've never been back there to see that part. I've never seen what's back there. That seems irresponsible as a homeowner. 
I don't want to know what's back there. It's scary and it's full of spiders at the very least. It could be it could be somebody who's been missing for a while. Has anyone ever gone missing from your house that you know of? <laughs> Not, if I knew of it, I wouldn't tell you. No. <laughs> All right, then you answer it. If I knew, I wouldn't tell you. No, nobody ever has. <laughs> no. Okay. No one's ever gone missing from my house. I would think that's something that... I mean, you know, there was the one roommate, Stephen, who was never heard from again. No, no I one's gone knew missing. It. That I know of. I knew it. Wonder why you never hear from Josh? You do tell me that he calls you sometimes, but I've never heard his voice. No one else ever Or has. seen him again. Nope. Since Josh moved out, no one's ever talked to him except for me. It's a little disturbing. All right, I'm ending the, sto- the world of crazy with a couple of lady stories. Uh, this first one has to do with a New Zealand woman, which I just didn't think this happened in real life, so I thought this was interesting. A New Zealand woman was left sim- uh, speechless by making a simple mistake while sifting through her medicine cabinet. A 64-year-old woman made the unfortunate mistake of thinking a container of super glue was her medicated lip cream. Oh. <laughs> Within minutes, she couldn't open her mouth. The patient, who sought uh, anonymity from the media, was fumbling in the dark for a lip balm that looked exactly like a tube of super glue that she had been using to fix something in her bedroom. <laughs> um, so she was looking for a tube of lip balm. Uh, the super glue and cream were kept in the same area in her cupboard. It was dark, so she didn't see... And she couldn't get a whiff of the ointment because her smell, uh, her sense of smell apparently was muddled by a cold. The next thing she knew, she was in bed with her lips sealed together. <laughs> what kind of lip balm comes in the same shape and size as... Like the, um, they said it was for a, a cold source. So I think it might be like that, um, like the tubey kind. Like the yeah, squishy tubey kind. Yeah, that's not going to look like super glue. But they have like tubes like that. I don't know. Oh, I don't wow. know. Whatever. Um, so when she called the emergency services number... She couldn't get a word in with the operator. So they actually sent the police to her house because they said the woman, of course, since her lips were glued together, sound gagged or possibly was having a medical condition. She could only grunt through the phone. Uh, she was taken to the hospital and the glue was removed with paraffin oil at the hospital. And she should be okay. Now I'm thinking her cold sore is probably the least of her worries. Couldn't you just like run it under like hot water, get in the shower and like... Haven't you... Have you ever had like your fingers stuck together with super glue yeah i don't think hot water does it i think it just it takes time and apparently paraffin oil oh wow all right yeah i don't think i'd want to admit that to anyone though well that's why she's anonymous she requested anonymity oh yeah yeah so nobody knows who this woman is and finally this was my happy (laughs) this (laughs) this story really made me happy just because of the title and because of the woman's name and because of the story in general okay here's the headline a woman has been arrested for kissing a cop on the nose against his will. A woman has been arrested for kissing a cop on the on his nose against his will. Now, this is a story about a... Oh, this was uh, all these ladies in their 60s. This is about a 62-year-old woman who I shit you not. Her name is Peggy Hill. Really? Her name is Peggy Hill. She's a Spanish teacher. <laughs> when 62-year-old Peggy Hill reportedly laid a wet one on a police officer, she also basically kissed... Her freedom goodbye. (laughs) The Florida woman has been arrested for allegedly kissing a cop on the nose and jailed on charges of felony battery of a law enforcement officer. Wow, that seems a little extreme. What are the circumstances for this? All right, well, authorities were responding to a report of an altercation between Miss Peggy Hill and one of her neighbors when the smooch reportedly took place. Now, according to the sheriff's office arrest report, uh, Sergeant Randy Lamb 
was speaking to Peggy Hill. I love everybody. Randy, name. no fun lamb. <laughs> Sergeant Randy Lamb was speaking to Peggy Hill when she suddenly leaned in in conversation and kissed him on the nose. She approached Randy Lamb and kissed So the officer wrote in his report, she approached the other officer who wasn't being kissed on the nose. The other one that wasn't Randy Lamb. Uh, so the officer wrote, she approached him and kissed him on the nose against his will. He stepped away from her, wiped the saliva from his nose. So apparently it was an open nose kiss. <laughs> or open nose, open mouth kiss on the nose. And attempted to take her into custody. And then she started to struggle. She went from sweet to sour. <laughs> Deputies noticed, well. uh, noted that Peggy Hill later allegedly admitted to drinking about uh, only... Uh, two or three glasses of wine prior to the debacle. Uh, a search of the count- Sheriff's County website's office uh, uh, office website reveals that Hill is still currently in custody on five thousand dollar bond. So wow. apparently Peggy Hill, not that good of a kisser. Yeah, I mean, do you think if she had been hot, it would have been different? Peggy Hill was an unfortunate looking woman. Yeah, and I can I'm tell you're looking, looking her up because you're not looking over here. No, I, I I did. I just found the picture because okay. I figured that would be appropriate to go ahead and show that into the chat. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty terrifying. felony battery, or what was it? Like, that seems a bit excessive for the kiss on the nose. Oh, uh, let's see. She it's has been charged with, uh, charged felony battery of a law enforcement officer. Dude, you don't touch cops. You don't touch cops. You, nah, don't, you don't touch cops. Yeah. You do not touch cops. Yeah, I remember I was with, uh, we were having a party one time. This was years ago, and I had this girl over who I was kind of hanging out with, but we were being loud, and the police showed up. They're like, okay, you guys are being too loud, and and that was fine, and we were, and the cop was actually being very nice, but he had one of those breathing, those nose strip things, you know, that clamp onto the sides of your nostrils mm-hmm. so you can breathe better. And she walked up and she like poked it, and she's like, "What's that?" and like poked his nose, and he easily could have arrested her. Right oh there. yeah. Luckily, he was cool, and he was like, "Ma'am, never touch a police officer like that." She's like, "Why not?" She was all drunk and being an idiot, mm-hmm. so took her inside. But yeah. You you don't touch the cops. That's true. No, that, that is that is a good uh, a good point of reference. Don't touch the police. Don't poke them in the nose or try to kiss them on the nose. Yeah, don't touch their noses in general. I touched a cop once in Brooklyn. That was a serious. You touched a cop. I vaguely remember you bringing this mm. up, but I don't remember how that happened. What what did you do? He was being really aggressive toward me, and so I pushed him away from me. Oh. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. It was terrifying. I don't like to think about it. What, you pushed a cop? I didn't push him. I pushed him away from me. How did this Because he happen? was getting really close to me. And so I was just like, nope. I didn't. I wasn't doing anything wrong. He was harassing this um, this homeless man in the street. He was doing nothing wrong. And he was just being really aggressive. And they started like getting in my face and yelling at me. And so I pushed him away. And then my sister and I were fucking you, ran for our lives. Were you trying to interfere with what was going no, on? No, no. Like, how how did he get... Why was he yelling at you? Oh, because I was trying to tell... Because, like, there was this drunk girl there, and she was saying how, like, the homeless guy was doing something wrong. I'm like, he's not, he's been sitting here. My sister and I have been outside. Like, he hasn't been doing anything wrong. And this girl was trying... Just being a bitch. Yeah, it was weird. And that's all I want to talk about that. Okay. All right, and that, all my right. friends, is your world of crazy. All right. Wow. All right, yes. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Don't, don't touch cops. Don't try to kiss them. Don't cops. touch cops. Don't kiss them. Just because you think it's a nice touch, there's not a nice touch. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I want to f- find the Amanda Bynes of St. Paul, though. Yes, you I'm do. Still, I'm obsessed with this. All right, well, did you want to do your ball talk? Yeah, let's do All a little right. bit of ball talk. We've got some updates here. A little potpourri, a little smattering. Sure, a little smorgasbord. A little bit of ball talk for the weekend, mm-hmm. for the 4th of July. It's patriotic. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. 
Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, first up in the NBA, an update on what's going on with that. Dwight Howard, the princess right now, the princess of free agency, has to make his decision. He's flying himself to a secluded California destination where he can think about all of the offers that are being extended to him and what he wants to do. Wow. Like that guy thinks. So he's received offers from five teams were invited to give him offers. Uh, Golden State, Atlanta, and Dallas uh, gave him offers, although they're considered very slim chances that he would end up going there, but they were allowed to come and speak to him. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Houston and L.A. Houston, Houston Rockets and L.A. Lakers, considered the two leading candidates, also gave him offers to uh, so come to So he's going to, to go cities. think about it. Yeah, it's ridiculous how much all these cities are doing it. There's all kinds of cities in Houston and Dallas. Like he's are, being all like wooed and shit, right? Yeah, they're, uh, they're, all these restaurants are offering him free food for life. And all the governor of uh, Texas, I believe it was, or not the governor, um, the, the mayor of Houston. Uh, ended up sending him a uh, sending him a whole thing and try sending uh, contacting him on Twitter talking about how amazing it is contacting him on Twitter. Yeah, that's where that's where a lot of the stuff is going on. So Dwight Howard now pretty much everybody's waiting for stuff to fall with him, and then that'll kind of lay the land for everybody else. Okay, so, so right now he's just thinking. He's going to a secluded place in California, Sarah, where he can think about his future and contemplate the offers that were extended to him. Dwight, Howard. I just like that guy. Moving on in ball talk. We've got some weird stuff I'm going to be talking about, but uh, this one, I do have to give just an update on Aaron Hernandez. Yes, Aaron Hernandez, the now former New England Patriot tight end, now being charged with one murder. Oh, that's the murdery guy. Very murdery guy. He's a psychopath. God, I see his name name everywhere. Like, everything I see, it's just like him doing something else or tied to something else. Well, I mean, this guy is just a legitimate psychopath who was, you know, hiding in a it happened to be this job. This could be any kind of a job. This is a guy that you just you don't know it, and secretly he leads this lifestyle. That's creepy. Like he's like he's like the Dexter of the NFL. Like he, he <laughs> you really have been is. watching Dexter so much, you can compare it to everything. You can compare it to everything, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, it, it's it's funny because people are blaming the New England Patriots. Like, how could you have had this guy on your roster? How would they? How are they supposed to know the guy had, was a secret murderer? You don't know. You like don't murderers know don't come out and just tell everyone that. There's like it's not like, hey, you're my best friend. Promise not to tell, but I totally kill people. Like, oh, I was looking through the job application, and then it said, oh, are you a murderer? So I mean, I have to tell the truth. So I guess check yes, but only on occasion. Like nobody knew. <laughs> nobody knew this is what this guy was doing. So, but uh, secretly, he's he was uh, charged with the one murder, being implicated in another double homicide from last year. Now they found basically a flophouse condo that he had that was registered to him about a 20-minute drive from his house. This is just stuff that I believe is just coming out today. Just came out this afternoon. And um, they found all kinds of ammunition and weapons and clothing associated with him there. They found paychecks from the Patriots and Puma. Puma was one of his sponsors. They dropped him immediately as well. Oh, I'm sure. The Patriots fired him as soon as he was charged. And... Including all kinds of other weird things and weird coincidental stuff that could line up to all kinds of stuff. He's being investigated for a possible 2007 shooting. Oh, Also, a 2007 assault on a bartender when he was in college in in Florida. All kinds of stuff is coming out with this guy. Who knows what else he's going to be charged with. Now, technically, he hasn't been charged with, you know, he hasn't been found guilty. But there's so much evidence associated with this. I can fully see that he is going to be... uh, He's, he's pretty much guilty. Hmm. I, I feel safe in saying that just by what's come out. 
But we'll wait. We'll yeah, wait I mean, for I know sometimes that they like there can be a cavalcade of like pinning, like sorry, pinning I just stuff, like pinning yeah. stuff on people. But it seems like this guy has the record to go along with what's happening. He does, and a flop house to boot. That's a little weird. Well, and the evidence just associated with the with the homicide he is being charged with is pretty overwhelming. Pretty overwhelming that he's he's at least involved in it. Um. All right, so there we go. That's a little bit of an update on Aaron Hernandez. There will always be, there's going to be a lot of this stuff coming out. So whether you follow sports or not, you're going to hear about this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on in ball talk, we've got this. The NBA, the former NBA player turned self-proclaimed diplomat, Dennis Rodman, <laughs> in the news today because he believes he should be one of the finalists for the Nobel Peace Prize. <sighs> Um, he said that his uh, because of course he went with Vice Television to North Korea. I actually watched that one. Yeah, and I don't watch a lot of Vice TV, but I watched that one. That was just fascinating and creepy as hell. Yeah, and and it it is it's a fascinating thing. I mean, because North Korea is like it's as close to 1984 as you can possibly get, mm-hmm. like the the book. Um, and Dennis Rodman went there as part of a kind of a basketball ambassador program, a sports ambassadorship. And where he did meet with Kim Jong-un, now, Dennis Robbins says, My mission is to break ice between hostile countries. Why it's been left to me to smooth things over, I don't know. Dennis Rodman of all peoples. Peoples. That's <laughs> a, that what he actually said? Let me make sure this is... No, Dennis Rodman of all people. Keeping us safe is really not my job. It is the black guy's job. Referring to Obama is what he's doing there. But I'll tell you this, if I don't finish in the top three for the next Nobel Peace Prize, something's seriously wrong. Wow. He is absolutely insane. Yeah. I kind of want to read that one more time just so you can really All right, understand. Yeah, I, need, I need to get a full grasp of this. I didn't quite understand. Okay, this is Dennis Rodman's statement. This is what he said. My mission is to break the ice between hostile countries. Why it's been left to me to smooth things over, I don't know. Dennis Rodman, of all people. He also refers to himself in third person. Sure. Keeping us safe is really not my job. It's the black guy's job. <laughs> not president, not just President Obama. It's the black guy's job. But I'll tell you this. If I don't finish in the top three for the next Nobel Peace Prize, something's seriously wrong. I don't believe they actually have... Um, actually, ha- they, That they actually have uh, finalists for the Nobel Peace Prize. I think they just kind of pick one. I yeah. mean, based on... Yeah. More than looking like a freak and going to North Korea. I, I think that's it. But uh, Dennis Rodman, there we go. This is what he has been uh, he has been labeled with. Okay, so, so he's he is, still he's calling shit. himself a Nobel Peace Prize kid. Um, and finally, in ball talk, we have this. This is fascinating that I found out. So we all know what uh, the vagina monologues are. Do I'll you? take phrases I never thought you'd say for a thousand. Yeah, I know, especially in ball talk. The vagina monologues, you know what the vagina monologues are, right? I do. They're talking s- vaginas. They talk about their vaginas and how... I've, I've seen it before. Oh, I've I actually had to go it. see it because my buddy's at now ex-wife was in it, and so I had to go to it. Does she show her vagina? No, they don't show vaginas. They talk about... Do they talk from the perspective of the vagina? Uh, they talk about... They they talk about how their vagina affects their world and change and their viewpoints and different things like that and how the world treats them from the vagina, vagina perspective. Yeah, it's. I really. Don't I'm sorry. I really don't know. I don't. You really I don't, don't. You're supposed to know these things. Just I don't because have I have it. one doesn't mean I know what the hell the vagina, vagina monologues are. I always thought that it was okay. like. Okay. 
So it's women a panel talking, of women okay. who tell their personal stories or read the script of a personal story about their life and how their vagina shapes their world. Having a vagina shapes their world. From their perspective or from their vagina's perspective? From their perspective. How having a vagina shapes their world. How the world treats them because they have a vagina. That's, you didn't know? You've never seen this? I've always heard it referenced. I just always thought that women talked about their vaginas or they talked like from the perspective of their vaginas. Like, I had my first period when I was 15. No, I don't think they do that. Oh. Well, anyway, it was miserable when I had to go to Yeah, it why did I you didn't. go to that? Because it was my buddy's ex-wife and I was forced to go to it. I had to go to it. You were just One of those things where You wanted to see if they were going to show vaginas, didn't you? No. No. I knew they weren't going to do that and I really didn't want to go at all. Because I, I did not like this woman. I can't stand this woman. But wow, well, that's probably the last place you want to be. If it's like, I don't like you. I don't want to hear you talk about your vagina. Both of those yeah. things. Both of those things entirely true. But I went there to support my buddy. And oh God, it was so horrible. Um, well, now... 20 years after the start of the vagina monologues, the opposite perspective has been created. The penis monologues. Oh, okay. Is now a new, quote, Broadway play that has been started. So it is, uh, I'll read what it says in the, from their website. Penis Monologue Symposium is a unique play that takes the ideas gen- originally presented in the vagina monologues 20 years ago and puts them in the male perspective. Our goal is to help men and women understand what they want from each other while addressing and dispelling many of the myths that exist so that we can all have better communication, relationships, and marriages. Now, with this, they answer some of the hard-hitting questions related to penises, such as, does size have anything to do with confidence or ability to please? They answer the questions, how does having a penis affect decisions in politics, education, religion, economics, and sports, which will be discussed with intelligence, humor, and respect? Now... There are many different people who will be giving the penis monologues, including special guest appearances by... Jose Canseco? NBA All-Star Legends. Oh, Jesus. Now, the NBA All-Star Legends, three of them who will be participating in the penis monologues, include Kenny Anderson, Chris Gatling, and Anthony Mason. I believe Kenny Anderson might have been an All-Star, but I don't think the other two were, ever. Uh, Maybe Anthony Mason was. Anyway... Those three players will be participating in the penis monologue, so much so that Kenny Anderson has been promoting it on Twitter. These are three ex-players. Um, they were all, all played for the Nets, I believe. Okay. And uh, they are all going to be participating in the penis monologues. Also... Will you stop saying penis monologues? Well, Jesus. that's the name of the show, Sarah. <laughs> it says on their website, Broadway Play. They're also going to be participating in, an, in another thing called Basketball Lives, which is, quote, a cable-themed hybrid documentary reality show that will break new television groundwork in its exciting and visually captivating story telling some of America's frontline talent NBA... Telling, tell, storytelling of America's frontline talent NBA professional basketball players. These guys aren't professional basketball players anymore. They're ex-players. Yeah. And also, I wouldn't necessarily call them frontline talent. But anyway, they also have a television show. Well, what they are is willing to talk about their penises and the penis monologues. And then they're also going to have their cable show, Basketball Live. So I don't know when Basketball Lives will be coming out, but you'll be able to watch that, and I'm sure they'll include clips from the penis monologues. If you're in the New York area... One can only hope. You can purchase your tickets soon to watch the penis monologues. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I cannot believe that that was where that went.
That is where it went. No, I mean, I'm, I, I weep for the future. <laughs> I can't believe you've never seen the vagina monologue. No, I, I... You of all people. I swear I thought it was like people talking as if they were their vaginas. How, in your mind, can you give an example of how you thought that would work? Like, uh... I don't know because all I all I all I picture it is like really bad stuff happening to vaginas. Like about this is honestly how I pictured it: like something bad happening to someone, be them in uh, some sort of uh, some sort of thing happens to them. Okay, something bad, some maybe unwanted penetration or something, and then like the vagina talking about it. It just always that's what I always thought. I want to hear your version. No, <laughs> <laughs> I never would talk like this though. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. And don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yes. For only $6.99 a month, the first week is free. Why would you not? Yes. So we're gonna be so we're gonna be taken off tomorrow. We're gonna be in Pendleton or not in Pendleton, excuse me, in St. Paul, where Greg might or might not meet his soulmate. Yes, indeed. The uh, what St. Paul version of Amanda Bynes? It's true. Mm -hmm. I will be. I will be engaging in that. Yes. And coming up later today on the Front Employment Radio Network at five thirty, will we play anything with Lisa Wood? Yeah. Play anything with Lisa Wood. Followed by Geek in the City starting at. 8 p.m. Indeed. All right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Thank yes. you, everyone, for tuning in wherever now you listen. No show tomorrow. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, and we'll keep you updated on Friday's show and how that's going to work. Uh, we're not quite sure yet. Yeah, we're not quite sure yeah. yet. So so we're going to be working some things we'll out. We'll be letting one. you know. Yes, indeed. But have a wonderful, safe fourth. Don't blow off any of your fingers or faces or arms or legs with fireworks. Please don't. Mm-mm. Please don't do that. They are not toys. No. You be good. Unless you engage in a Roman candle fight, don't do that. Don't do that. Yes. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Sparklers are your friends. Roman candles are pretty cool, though. But they're legal, so don't do that. Don't do that. That's all I have to say. Happy 4th, everybody. God bless America. Happy 4th of July. Don't that do concludes that. this edition. I'll put them on your radio. You're crazy. Dominic's in your brain. Yeah. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.